Hello, we are live and welcome to the hashtag Stop Living on Pause podcast. I am one of your two hosts for the day here. I am Jason Wells, ESQ, attorney, realtor, entrepreneur, and business developer. I am joined by, well, the only person I personally have known. You know what? I, actually, I don't have anything for you today, Chris. He's a good guy. Just a really good guy. I also <laughs> am an attorney, realtor, business owner extraordinaire. But that's not the exciting thing today. The exciting thing today is we have the one and only Ashley Van Winkle joining us. You know, if we had the sound effects, I'd have them not just clapping, but whistling. <laughs> yeah, too bad we don't. You know, we're, we run on a budget here. Sponsor, Sorry, Ashley. Sponsored by the Press Play Realty Network. We should talk to those folks about maybe getting us some of those sound effects. We're the Press Play Realty Network, whose agents rank in the top 1% of all teams nationally, and they are the 12th team in the entire country to have five or more locations, all of which are located in the Western United States. Chris and I would both love to connect for anybody out there, connect with anybody out there listening beyond the podcast. You can find me on any social media network at Jason Wells ESQ. You can find me at Crinny Law, it's C-H-R-N-I-E Law. All right. Well, let me tell you, goal setting is nothing new and perhaps one of the oldest tips for success in business. However, just setting the goal doesn't really mean it's going to get done. Execution on the goal is the determining factor of going from a goal setter to a consistent goal achiever. And that's what we're going to be talking about today on the hashtag Stop Living on Pause podcast with our guest, Ashley Van Winkle. But first... Have you noticed on Instagram all the stuff that Gary Vee is up to, Chris? Yeah, I love it. The marketing, he's a marketing genius. Seriously. Kills, he's... Everything he does is right. And it's, I keep trying to find something wrong with it. But, but there's, there, you know, you're right. There's really not. I mean, what he does, you don't see anybody else doing, but he is marketing to the now. Yeah. And like the way that he garners attention from not just the people that he's part of, but like it, he interacts with them and he causes them to interact back. And that's yep. the thing. It's not just the attention he has, but the things he does to then cause interaction is amazing. It is. Because right now, what if you haven't been on Instagram, you need to get on Instagram and you need to follow Gary Vaynerchuk, as he would say. Gary V, G-A-R-Y-V-E-E. -E. You need to be following this guy. He really is the guy when it comes to how to market in today's world, not just in social media, because we social media really is just the internet. He is the guy that's doing it. And you need to be following and copying him. Uh, we, we try to do exactly that, try to follow and copy him. Now, this guy has 1 million followers on Instagram. Okay, He has 1 million followers on Instagram. And you know what he's done? He has started something called the Five Minute Club. It started out as the 60 Second Club, and I think it was just getting a little too crazy and just fluff. People were just tagging themselves in. What it is is within the first five minutes of him making a post, he wants his those people who are following and watching to engage not only with him, but with the rest of the community. He is building a community within his brand. It's just pure genius. So awesome. people go on there after he posts, makes a post, whatever the post is about, you then have five minutes to reply to that post, he wants you to say something substantive in regards to what the post was he made. Not just, hey, hashtag five minute club, I made it. But something substantive about it, hashtag five min club for the five minute club. And then what he does is he randomly goes through and he picks winners to get anything from like a signed book by him that he sends 
to he just gave somebody a 30-minute face-to-face meeting with him in either London, San Francisco, I think it was San Francisco, or New York. It was definitely London or New York. They have to get themselves there, but 30 minutes face-to-face with him to discuss whatever they want to talk about. It's just absolutely insane the value he's bringing. And then you see the interaction that goes on within the community. It's just awesome. That's what's so impressive to me is like he he gets the interaction and he gets people to take action. And that's like, that's marketing genius because if you can get people to do things and it's like he's offering a book, obviously he has kind of disciples and people that follow him as almost like a cult. There's that portion of his following, but there's the outliers and he's not just like, he's a love him or hate him kind of guy, but he's pulling in those people. And I've seen him go a little bit more to the center with some of that stuff. I don't think he's pandering. I think he's just thinking more about who he is as he's growing older and maturing a bit and what he's doing. But it's amazing. Like I can't even, because the if you think about it, you want your post to, to gain traction immediately. And that's what he's doing with that, that five minute club, the 60 second club. He's having like, 2,000 posts in 60 seconds. Like it seriously is in, the, in that, in that amount of time. The, that's the genius is because now that picks up and now everything else is getting more organic and it, it's just amazing. It's yeah, a brilliant and, idea. And if you can see this, last night I commented on one of his. And if you can see that here, if you're watching, I got a little love from Gary V. He gave a little love to my post. So he's too on there blurry. interacting. It might be too blurry, but trust me. He, but it's awesome. He's giving me love. I love it. <laughs> All right. So... You should be doing the same thing, which coincidentally, that is where you will find our sock game is on Instagram. It's sock game time, Chris. And Bring it. Buddy, I'm going to tell you, sock game is looking awfully good today. Check this out. It's already posted and shared on my Instagram, Jason Wells ESQ. Boom, look at that. It is the one and only Goofy from Disney. That's right, Goofy. How are you going to compete with Goofy? Well, it's Look tough. at them colors, blue, orange, and green, goofy, his face, it's, got his goofy smile, like that. It's certainly tough, but I think I've got you beat today. So let me pull it up. All right. It's coming up. Jason's going to have cold feet <laughs> when he sees this. Penguins. Oh. We took it to another level with the socks. And the slippers. Penguin socks? I mean, penguin slippers, dude, and looks like icy blue Arctic yep. socks? Yep. It's it's the game today. Wearing them all day. That is nice. All right, man. That I, is nice. I don't know. I think we need to, at some point, have people voting on this. I think they should. I mean, I mean, if I can look back at my, my count last week. Do we want to start going back from last week? I had a really good last week. <laughs> yeah, let's not. <laughs> I have polka dots. <laughs> polka dots are good, but it doesn't compete hey, with bacon. Bacon. I had bacon on my socks. All right. Anyway. All right. We are excited to int- introduce everybody, or actually reintroduce everybody, to our good friend, Ashley Van Winkle. Ashley has been a licensed real estate agent for 20 years, which is more than half my life. You know that, Chris? I don't like <laughs> to point that out to girls. Yeah, it's more than half my life. And Miss Ashley Van Winkle is one of the co-founders of the Press Play Realty Network. She heads up the expansion and recruiting for the network. And over the last year, 
She oversaw a 150% increase in agent count within the network, as well as closed volume going from 30 million to 45 million in 2016. That's Pretty impressive. awesome. And this year, she has started and will be leading our all new press play sales training academy with that ashley welcome welcome to the program thanks guys ashley tell the people a little bit about yourself where are you from uh grew up in the pacific northwest so i am currently back in seattle uh moved to arizona about 14 years ago, um, been in real estate like uh, Chris and Jason shared for crazy numbers, like 21 years. Um, grew up in a real estate family, uh, so real estate's in the blood. And um, it's been fortunate to be um, a solo agent, part of a family team, build teams, um, been a KW team leader. And then these guys made me an offer that I could not refuse to partner and grow and uh, lead our expansion efforts. So it's been an amazing growth opportunity the last three years to be partnered with these two and uh, continue to grow and expand. Wonderful, and Ashley has been a great addition. She's been with the network now for three years. As you heard her say, she used to be the team leader, which is the person who heads the office up at Keller Williams Realty offices. She did that at two separate offices and is now you know, taking the network to new heights here. Ashley. We have we want to know a little bit about what are some of your secrets for success because you seem you know you're you you you're a realtor up there doing production in the Seattle area you are running the network you're a single mom you've got so much going on but you managed to somehow condense so much into a week we want to give our listeners a little bit of insight into how they too can take and make their lives just as productive as you have so we're excited to be talking today about how you can never miss a goal all right. So, Ashley, what would you say is the biggest secret to that? What's the biggest secret for you to not miss a goal? Well, um, one of the things that I implemented in my world is to be purposeful in my time blocking. So, in never missing a goal, that's not to say, of course, that I've never missed a goal. Um, what? <laughs> We're going to have to talk but, to the producers of this I know. show. This is, let's be real, right? And ultimately, because we do, um, have things that that don't happen the way we want them to we have to become purposeful in our activities and so in my life in my growth in my business it has become something that over time I've embraced and realized um, time blocking is truly the way to live and and do what's most important and what's most important to hit those goals and to achieve that next um, ceiling of achievement that you're working towards. So ultimately, even though it's not in my strengths, it's not something that I normally would have said, hey, I wanna go time block my calendar or be purposeful in my activities that way, it ultimately has led to huge success. Awesome, well, I wanna, I wanna take a couple things out from what you said there. Yeah, let's unpackage that, because yeah, that was Let's unpackage that, it was. <laughs> One of the Bring first that. things I heard you talk about though, Ashley, is setting goals, the importance of actually having a goal. If you don't have a goal, I mean, does does anything else really matter? You're just kind of doing it? What have yeah, you found? You definitely need to be very clear on uh, having a vision of what you are looking to achieve. If, if you don't know where you're going, how are you going to build and reverse engineer that to get there? So right. ultimately, you really have to be clear uh, and have clarity on what you want to accomplish. Okay. So well, you... Let's go from there because there was a, a word you used about it being purposeful with your time. 
So mm-hmm. the next thing that, that let's talk about, how do you do that? How do you become purposeful? Like we all have the same amount of time, but we see some people that accomplish more. And we see some agents that are selling five houses a month and others that can barely handle having two. What's, what's going on there? And what is the difference between the, the agent with two deals and the agent with five? Well, I think that something that you guys I know have heard me say a lot of times and I've said to our team members is when you're saying yes to saying something, you're saying no to something else. So to me, being purposeful means be really clear on what you're saying yes to. Is it something that when you're choosing to say yes to it, that it is getting you that much closer to what you want to accomplish? So when you look at your schedule and everything that you have on your calendar, if you were to have somebody following you around that day and be very, very real, are the things that you're doing truly leading to hit that next domino in your success in every area of your life? And we're not just one dimensional. We're not just what we do at work. So that includes in our physical lives and in, in you ensuring that we time block for uh, you know, working out and make sure that we're time blocking to grow spiritually and making sure that those pieces are part of our life. It's making sure that the most important hat that I wear that I am focusing on my children and, and ensuring that I'm being the best mom I can be to them every day. And, and in the most, in the key relationships with you guys, people that matter to us most, we want to make sure we're pouring into them too. So in every part of our lives, making sure that what you're saying yes to is pushing you forward to achieve more in that area of your life. How does one do that? I mean, I, I think that we have a lot of listeners out there that the concept of that they, they've yeah, heard. That great. It's a good yeah. reminder what yeah, you're so saying. So how does, how does one really take that and go from, okay, here's the things that are most important in, you said fitness and in my, you know, my personal as well as my business. How, how does one decide this is what I need to focus on? This is what my goal is going to be and then really deploy uh, their efforts against that thing. When we go too wide in anything, and, and we know this in our business, then we're not able to be focused in anything. And so when you break down goals in every area that I'm talking about, it's being clear and having clarity in what you want to accomplish. And then looking at your day and breaking that down, what is that next thing that I need to do today, such by doing it that everything else becomes easier or otherwise unnecessary in that area of my life. So what's that next domino? And so you have to... and. I know you guys have heard me say this a lot too, is eat that elephant one bite at a time, which means you take it and piece it apart. You you make sure that, okay, I want to, let's say, you know, set a goal to lose 10 pounds or be more physically fit. Well, what does it take to do that? Well, I'm not going to just, boom, make that happen, right? I have to do different things to make that happen. It's not going to just wake up the next day and, and it will occur. So what do I need to do in my time block calendar to make that happen? Well, it may be that I'm going to, raise uh, what I'm doing already physically and and working out and choose to have another workout a week. Or it may be that I'm increasing something in my workout or I'm meeting with a personal trainer, whatever that little piece is that you have to put it in your calendar. It won't happen. So, but, but that still gets down, you know, for me in order to decide what is that one thing, right? If I'm working out and I'm going to lose the 10 pounds like you're talking about, or I want to be able to, I want to get up to where I'm doing two, three transactions a month what is that thing that I have to do? I found a good question. You you mentioned part of it and what you were saying is that I'm going to stop and ask a focusing question. And it is, what's the one thing I can do such that by doing it, everything else becomes easier or unnecessary. And that might mean in terms of, of um, losing weight, maybe I need to stop eating that ice cream bowl before I go to bed. 
Maybe I need you know to what? stop drinking Coke. That is not going to happen. So yeah. I don't know what else. <laughs> I, have, I have a really good example of how this applied in, in one of my, because we talk about this a lot. And mm -hmm. it's from the, the book written by Gary Keller, The One Thing, and Jay Papazan. So we, we incorporate this into press play quite a bit and into all of our teams. So the idea of it is finding the, the most important things because we know that you know 80% of our results come from 20% of our activities. So this focusing question really helped me with one of the things that I was struggling with and that was actually working out. I had to start working out in the morning. I'm not a morning person. And so taking that question and what is the hardest thing about waking up for me? The hardest thing was waking up and then gathering all my clothes to go to the gym and to, you know, getting my shoes ready, all my clothes, getting my bag ready in the morning. And so the one thing that, that made everything else easier and unnecessary was I just, when I took off my clothes from work the night before, I would set out my clothes for the next day. It was something that simple that it, I was already in the closet grabbing stuff and, and, you know, changing, but taking that one action made it so much easier for me to wake up in the morning. And that's a big deal because I was able to find that thing that I could do, that one little life hack that made everything else easier or unnecessary and everything else fell into place and I got more fit because I worked out in the morning. But it was, sometimes that's all it takes is finding that it's one that little small tweak. And, and that's so true because ultimately, and we say this often as well, success is simple, not easy. And yet those little daily choices we make compound to ultimately lead us to have a successful year where you look back and you say, okay, these are the choices I made every single day purposefully. When we talk about purpose towards that goal, we have, and I, we've got a, a kind of thing I wanted to read to everybody about time blocking. Know that this is our topic. Uh, so five keys to successful time blocking is being consistent enough to set the habits. So we talk about positive habits and that's huge. So first we talked about having a clear vision. Well then being consistent and setting the habit. Be thoughtful and purposeful about the items you list on your calendar, which is number two. Be diligent by not allowing anything to steal what you have decided to be the activities that are on your calendar. Always time blocking for the big rocks, which are those big things that you can't replace. So we have the, the little pieces, if you guys have ever seen that exercise, which I'll do sometimes in time blocking classes, where you have a, a jar and you put the big rocks in, which are the things that you are the most important relationships, the most important things in your life, and then you have the medium-sized rocks, and then you have the gravel and the other things that fill up our time. All things expand to the time that, that is within that time frame. So we want to make sure that we make those big things a priority in our lives. And if you erase, you must replace. So we talk about this a lot with lead generation, which is something in our at our business, or lead jello as we talk about it at Press Play Realty Network, that you, you can't get to where you're wanting to go and what you know that your capacity is to achieve if you continue to erase and erase and erase those key activities that will get you there. You must replace those key activities in order to truly achieve your goals. So those are some five keys and simple ste steps to, to time blocking and yet ultimately they're not easy well let's come back to a couple of things on that I, I want i want you to tell everybody uh, what it is that you should be time blocking first and foremost so if you're going to time block one just in case anybody out there is like what the heck are they talking about time block give us what a quick little thing? synopsis of <laughs> what is time blocking just a real quick one and then what are the first things you should be time blocking so when you look at your calendar um some things that people don't want to necessarily is so you, you've got your week at a glance. So we have created in our team what we call our sample perfect day or perfect week. And it's a 
picture of what your week should look like based on a certain production goal that is, you know, reverse engineering that back for our team members. And you're ultimately looking at your calendar from eight to nine, from nine to 10, from 10 to 11, the whole way through your day, what is it you're doing in each of those timeframes? And ensuring that what that is in that time frame matches your goals, as well as you have the times allotted to hit your goals. So something that we talk about on our team is making sure that you have enough lead jello, which is lead generation and lead follow-up, in order, and anybody in sales, that's going to fit. Um, so making sure they have enough lead generation and follow-up time on their calendar to ensure that they're matching and able to achieve their goals. So for our team, that's 15 hours a week. And so ensuring that five, 15 hours a week are blocked out, three hours a day, five days a week, to towards achieving their goals. Well, it's not just the business habits. We talked about working out. So making sure that you have those times time blocked to work out. Make sure that, you know, if your spouse or significant other, that you time block even date nights, that you time block time with your kids. So everything on your schedule, if it's not on your schedule, That's, it doesn't exist, is something we also say. That seems really complicated and it seems to get pretty granular, which is good because people need that a little bit. Um, but do we have to time block every little thing? If it's not on your calendar, it's not supposed to exist. So when you're really purposeful and you get down to that your time is, is the only commodity that we don't get back and the most precious commodity we have is our time. And so when we look at it that way, it may seem something that's clunky or, or why would we have to take the time to time block? And ultimately when we're purposeful with our time that way and we go that deep into our calendar, it truly gives us freedom to truly so, achieve our goals. So give me an example of that, because that seems, I'm skeptical, Ashley. You're skeptical, you're not sure? Because I know, I know on any day. given day, I gotta use the, I gotta use the restroom, <laughs> the big boy room, that's not time blocked on my calendar, Ashley. You should have some white space. Okay, white space, what does that mean? White space is time for you to have between appointments. It's time for you to be able to get up, move around, um, and be focused that way so that you're not always on with it. And that doesn't mean that you're not going from appointment to appointment. And you ultimately need some space between your appointments. You also need some time to um, really focus if you have projects to give yourself where you're bunkering in. So something we talk about as well is making sure that you can get into your flow state. And I, I'll, I'll talk to Jason and you about that as well as making sure that you guys have enough time where you're not letting other interruptions happen that you're truly focusing in on whatever project that you're looking to accomplish. So yes, does it feel like, you know, there's things that come up and yet when you let everything else go away and you're really focused on those 20%, which those 20% items should be time blocked, that's where you're going to be more efficient in that time that you're, you have in a day. So I assume that we're calling the 20% the big rocks, right? The 20% is the big rocks. Yes. And everything else should fill around that. So how much time do you suggest is like white space to give yourself leeway so that you're not always running behind? Because I've, I've had that problem in the past. You? No. All of us, I tease that. So ultimately being very purposeful when you're in those time blocks and knowing that you have and even setting that expectation when you're going to a meeting that we have a 30 minute time frame that we're going to be going into a meeting or a one-on-one -on -one or a coaching session so that you're setting those proper expectations and yet you want to have at least 10 to 15 minutes between time blocked scheduled events which okay. will give you that opportunity to have you know potty break Jason can still go to the loo he still can Woo! go to the bathroom <laughs> yes i'm so relieved
Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. So what about, so setting ourselves up for success, the little thing that I did, so we, we're going to assume that time blocking will help everyone in some uh -huh. form or fashion, right? We're going to just assume that that statement's true. Now we'll let all the people who disagree with that can now quit listening. <laughs> like, oh, whatever. So everybody, everybody's still you know what with they're us. talking about. <laughs> right. Everybody still with us now agrees with us that time blocking will help them. What's the little tweak? Because it's hard to do. It's hard to sit down and, and discipline yourself to do that. What's the, the little tweak like taking and changing my clothes and then bringing the, the clothes to the next clothes that I'm going to wear the next day and, and laying them out already? What's the little tweak that we can do with time blocking? How do we, how do we make it happen in our life? The little tweak that I found, well, first, if you back from that, it's, it's internalizing it and really believing it. Because you can sure. hear somebody say something and you can say, uh, yeah, I just no, that I just sounds good, that sounds people, good. More people are dropping off now because yeah. they don't actually agree with us. Yes. <laughs> okay, now so, we have so the once you, you, you think, okay, these, the, there's truly some, some truth to this. It's taking um, that time to do success planning and planning for the night, the night before. So we do something called success lists as well, which is also taken for the one thing which ultimately is to ensure that those things that you're going to take care of the following day are the most important things and that you're time blocking for the most important. So even ensuring that your first half hour of the day is focused on those activities versus opening your email, opening Instagram, op opening social media, making sure that you're really focused on getting those most important things done. There's a book called Eat the Frog First. Eat the frog first. Do the most important things first. And then that way you can then get onto the rest of your day and you'll know that you've left that day achieving what you needed to have happen most to get you to the next place and, you, and hit your goals for the, that week and that year and that, or that month and that year. You know, let, let, me, let me put myself out there as an, as an example. I'd like you to, to critique my calendar here a little bit as to what I do. I, I try to implement, well, I do implement some time blocking. And it's based in part from some things I've learned from, from Ashley and her training that she does. And what I have in my day is I don't actually block time block every single day, like get up in the morning or before I go to bed and time block everything out. I, I, I've got my calendar generally time blocked at a, let's say a week or a month basis. And what I have done is I've gone in there and I've blocked out times where I, this is my time for working on, say, the podcast, or this is my time for uh, a recurring meeting, or this is my time that I'm going to do self-development, or my time for writing something, or this is my time for having consultations. And so there's, there's activity space blocked out in there, but I don't have every activity I'm going to do that day blocked out. So it, I find that that helps me because other things don't get in the way and inadvertently placed there as long as I am uh, dedicated enough to keep it to my schedule. Sometimes you have to erase and replace. Sometimes something has a conflict and you have to change it and I have to put it somewhere else, but the key is putting it somewhere else. So based on that, that's what I'm doing. What what tips would you have for me to, to be better with my own time blocking? Uh, well, and I know you will. So that, that helps. I, I, but it's just something that I think gets in the way for a lot of people. You may have it on your calendar and yet you're allowing things to get in the way. Sometimes that's ourselves and sometimes that's other people. And so one of the biggest tips that we'll have and share, and I can say this because I know, is that you really truly then, in while having that on your calendar, need to bunker in. So a lot of times, and we What does want that mean to, to bunker in? What does that mean to bunker so bunkering in? bunkering in 
means that so it's another tip that's taken from um, the one thing so they they say that you know what if you were to look at your again going back to that analogy of if you were to have somebody follow you around all day was your day really productive did you really do the thing things at the beginning of the day that you committed to and said that you were going to do from 9 to 11 you focused on creating content for a different activity that you wanted to make sure that you you put in place to, to have for that, that part of the day. Well, ultimately it's bunkering in is creating that time and not letting anything get in the way. So you're, you've got, you went and got your Coke, you went to the loo ahead of time. You took care of all the other things. You put your phone away and you're focused on that. That's going to happen during that time and that nothing can get in the way. The signs on the door and you're going to make it happen too often. We let the unimportant take us away from the important. And in doing so, that's really not going to help us achieve our goals. That's so, so very true that that happens. We, we call around here sometimes inventing things to avoid the important. So I got one last question for you though, Ashley, one last question here. And that's what happens to a person's business when they don't take the time to time block? The definition of insanity is doing the same things and expecting different results. If you were to go back from 2016 to 2017, and you're not satisfied with what happened. Now there's a difference with always wanting to continue to raise the bar and continue to, to raise our goals. And we've certainly done that for us and our team for the next year for what we're looking to achieve and intending to achieve in 2017. Yet ultimately, what will happen if you don't time block and don't set goals and aren't clear on what you want to accomplish and then making those purposeful choices day in and day out towards making that happen? Typically that means that you're gonna be in the same place you are today in a year and then ultimately you're not truly living your your true capacity and what you're able to accomplish to become the best person you can be if you're not going forward you're going backwards in some sense right mm -hmm. awesome well Ashley thanks so much for joining us and sharing with us what you have learned and what you train and teach about uh, time blocking and being more productive um, really great to have had you today Chris anything you want to find to add or ask here before we close out yeah, we actually just did this training, actually just did this training this week on Tuesday after our One Thing meeting, and we would always be welcome to have um, visitor to our One Thing meeting and trainings that we do for Press Play. And so we'd be happy to share that out and do some Facebook Live. If anybody's interested, please let us know. Um, but one of the things that you shared there was the agent's perfect day. And I'm wondering if we can somehow with the tech put it below or, or something so that we have a link to it. Yeah, we can put that in the show notes for sure. Because I think that would be helpful for, for people if they're interested in time blocking and learning more about it, seeing like a real estate agent's perfect day. And if you're not a real estate agent, but you're working in some other entrepreneurial activity-based business, well, then you can use that same type of thing. And so I was hoping that we could kind of put all that together in the show notes for people and an invite into our next one thing with our team. And you can get an inside look on how we do that. So if you're thinking about building your team or you have a team and you'd like to see how we do our our team meetings, we'd love to invite you in to, to have a, a chance to look at that. Great suggestion, Chris. Love it. Great. Well, we will put that in the show notes. Um, we want to thank our sponsor today, the Press Play Realty Network, who is now partnering with agents and teams across the United States. If you would like to know more about some of the tips and the tricks and the training that we have here, we are always wanting to just chat and meet you. You can go to pressplayrealty.com slash join. 
Also, please check out our reality web series, which gives you an unfiltered behind the scenes look at everything happening here in the network. It's one of the fastest growing networks in the country. You can so find us filming right now. In fact, we are. We are <laughs> filming right now. Uh, Press Play Reality, it can be found on YouTube and on Facebook at Press Play Reality. Remember all of our hashtag Stop Living on Pause podcasts our simulcast on YouTube Live and Facebook Live at the time of our recording. So go, don't forget to don't forget to subscribe on either YouTube or Facebook. Like our page and you'll be notified when we go live and you can join in on the conversation yourself. We thank everybody for listening. Please leave us a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast listening app. And follow us on any social media. You can find me, Jason Wells, ESQ, anywhere in social media. You can find Chris. C-H-R-N-I-E Law. And Ashley can be Ashley found. Ashley Van Winkle. Awesome. Thanks, everybody. And until next time, stop living on pause. Bam.